What's up, nerds? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies. It is here. We are here. It is the fan. Look, we're a bunch of nerds. I can call it. He's talking to us, Brian. He's talking to us. That caught me (laughs) off guard harder than I think anything I've ever heard. Welcome back to the Fandalorian Club here on Apocalypse Movies. It is episode number two for the Bad Batch reviews here on uh, Apocalypse as we dive into um, Cut and Run. Cut and Run for the Bad Batch. Second episode this week. Unfortunately, the last time that'll be happening this season, uh, we will be moving forward with one episode every single Friday uh, for the next 14 weeks. Um, and we will be here every Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Fandalorian Club, uh, breaking it all down. And we have a really cool one to talk about today. Very different from last week. And per usual, we've got the whole crew, same crew, normal crew here. Brian, Jacob, it's Friday. We're off work. Weekend is upon us. How's everybody doing? Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm like oh, count, yeah. counting down the days. I think I'm under like 20 work days left until summer vacation. Oh, <laughs> yes. Look, I know as Californians, we're, we're complainers sometimes, but man, it's starting to get way too hot. It's not even summertime yet. <laughs> it's not that no, hot. Stop it. You have your air conditioning <laughs> on all year round. I don't want to hear it. No, I don't. It, whenever I come over. Okay. How, how about this? Your fan is so strong in that living room that you're fine. It's us, us normies that have. (laughs) You know what I think it is for me? Uh, My bedroom is upstairs and it gets hot as heck up here. So that's kind of what it is. And it's like the sun is like facing my bedroom. So so. that's fair. You need one of those blackout (laughs) blackout curtains. Yeah. Absorbs the sun. So that'd be nice. Uh, it's okay. We get a little bit of revenge on Jake when he has to sit in his garage and podcast. Oh, true. I'm true. chilling. I got a nice fan right here. Um, blocked out windows. I'm I'm chilling. Apparently, I'm not a normie, so I'm I'm living the high life over here. You are. You are living the high life there, sir. What can I say? Yeah. Success takes you places. That's all I'll say. Oh. oh. All right. Let's get into it, boys. <laughs> Star Wars Day here on Fandom Fando Friday. Uh, yes, cut and cut and run episode two of. The Bad Batch, as we see um, our friends, uh, the Bad Batch, minus Crosshair, because he's a traitor SOB. Um, <laughs> Not of his own volition. I mean, a little bit. A little bit. Okay. Uh, so uh, they are obviously on the run at this point. We last saw them. They were leaving Camino, and they're headed out. And the last thing that we saw them saying is, hey, we know someone. Um, uh, so Luke and Maya is where they're headed at the moment. And we had ideas, uh, two of them being 
um, Rex, which was the obvious one because we did see him in the trailer. It was expected that they would have seen him pretty early on. Um, but it was actually the one that I threw out there last week, the possibility of Cut. You did, um, yeah. A, a trooper known as Cut from the early seasons of uh, the Clone Wars where he was a deserter. Uh, he left the battalion and he started a family um, of his own uh, with Sue, a, uh, a Twi'lek. And uh, they have a nice little family and they meet. Whoop. Maybe his internet kicked out. Okay, well, we're going to continue anyway. Jacob might be back. hot. Possibly. Um, yeah, so they're headed to meet Cut, and it's it's a very different episode from what we got last week, Brian. It's very – it's much – I'm back. Everything good? Yep, and, everything's good. And, <laughs> and I just realized I'm the only one that doesn't have my Star Wars name there. God, it is. I'm, it is. Messing up all I noticed things. that. Well, well, we're going to hold you to that. We're going to hold you to that. Three um, Geo. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, look, this is, a, this is a very cool episode because it's a complete flip on what we saw last episode. It's very personal. Yeah, uh, it, it's very character heavy, character developmental um, for for a number of our characters, um, and we find out what Cut is up to, what's happening to the planet. Also, uh, a very um, quick transition for the Empire into what they are doing. Essentially, it's remember this is just like a day, two days, three days after Order sixty six, and they're already calling people by numbers. Uh, they, they, their transitional period is is going quickly. Um, they're, they're causing all kinds of chaos. It's a very interesting episode, but let's just start with the overall thoughts here. Jacob, I'll go to you first, man. What did you think of uh, Cut and Run episode two? It was, you know, it was a good episode. It, obviously, I didn't like it as much as the first one because the they they blew me away with the first one. It was like a little movie of Bad Batch. So, not going to hold the second episode to that standard. And I get it. In a TV show, you want to start strong and then just start with some good storytelling after that and then end strong as well. So I get that. So take a kind of a little bit of a breather, but I, I'm hesitant on calling episodes filler until I get to the end of the season, because maybe this stuff is more important than we think. But what I do love is what you just mentioned about, um, I forget what the term was, but their number that they would get basically uh, ID. The, the ID card, but there's a specific ID name. tips. I didn't no, 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 no. It's something else. Um, it was a there was a name for it, uh, but yeah. they mentioned uh, in the Mandalorian. It's in the Mandalorian. So that stuff is so cool because ID tag. No, I'll look it up. Hold on. I don't even know what yeah. you're talking about. Uh, the things that they're going after to allow them through the gate. There's a specific name for ID it. Yeah, and they couldn't buy no. anything without showing their digits uh, like they couldn't even buy goods it's mentioned in the, it, it, the reason why it's so important and i don't mean to cut you off jacob but uh this is the first time it's been mentioned in star wars outside of the mandalorian that's when it was first mentioned. I don't, I, you know what i was like i was like they'll remember the name i don't gotta remember it because <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna look it I'm, up I'm, I'm, chain, chain codes chain code chain yes code. that's thank it you. that's thank it you, thank you thank you so look you can take any character in star wars a new character, whatever, and tell a story at a certain point in the galaxy. And we learn about the state of the galaxy during that time period. And that's what I love about this. And we're getting all these little nuggets here and there. And that's cool. And I'm Jake, you brought up cut last time that we were going to see him. Good call. I don't remember him from clone wars, uh, but again, there, what is there? Seven seasons. And there's so many clones that he we was meet. in season two or three. I that's believe funny, so it, was yeah, I there. it was very, is, very early on is his, uh, I don't know if it's his wife or his partner or whatever, Sue. but Sue is she wife. in Clone Wars as well? Yeah, so the the whole the whole family's there. Uh the whole family's in in the Clone Wars when we see them. 
Um, oh, nice. And it's actually a, so there's a, a battalion of troopers. I believe Rex is one of them. Rex fives. I don't believe echo is there. There was a couple of, of the popular ones when we saw them. Um, but they find him on what well, they're doing a mission on Salukamai and they find him. And obviously being a brother, some of them are like, Oh, well he needs to be brought back and be put to justice, etc. And I think it might be Rex. I might be mistaken, but Rex is like, you're happy. You need to do what you uh, need to do. So he, like, he deserts the. So when we first the, find him, he is, when we first find him, he's already deserted. We don't I see, see okay. him desert. He has already deserted. To so where that was the, the plot. They had to go find him, and then they let him go. Basically, well, no. Right? So the plot wasn't they. They they ran randomly found him on another mission. Oh, okay. They, they okay. came across him while coming across a farmer's house, and it happened to be Cut's house. Um, and it's it's very interesting because we obviously learned in the episode that Rex was just there. He was he was yeah. just there. He just saw cut. Oh, they mentioned him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the important part of that is that Rex or yeah, Rex told Cut everything that happened with Order 66. Mm -hmm. So now he knows. Uh and we're 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 probably gonna get into this at a later point, but it's, it might be even be good to bring up now. But why didn't Cut's chip go off? That's that's an interesting thing to talk about right here, is why didn't his chip go off? Right, that is what, interesting. Think about that. What are what are the what are the reasons as to why his chip? Like, well, he didn't didn't you have to be here execute Order sixty six in order for the what, chip to that's activate? That's what I thought because I know some of the troopers could probably hear it in their helmet, mm -hmm. but I'm thinking that because we saw in we saw in season seven with Rex, he fought against it. Right, he he was like fighting the will to to attack Ahsoka because of like just his power, his free mm -hmm. will has cut been a long, uh, gone so long that maybe his chip has just become defective. Like has his possibly as his free or over the thing is also, he probably wasn't around any Jedi when it happened. That's, that's also a possibility. So, and now after the orders, oh, after the true. job's Execute done, order 66 and what is he going to do? Just go, Exactly. Right. And then now that there's no Jedi around, what is he going to do? Maybe if he runs into a Jedi, he suddenly gets the urge to kill him. But and that's, who knows? it's an interesting thing. Like, uh, you know, first, why didn't it go off? Second, what happens if he hears the words order 66 or he does come across the Jedi three question for you guys real quick. Do we see cut again? Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah. I mean, if not, this season or on this show again somewhere and well the, the reason i the uh, reason i i uh i bring that up is because uh he was actually mentioned in the aftermath novels uh, oh, okay old, old man cut uh his family was not mentioned he was um so that's why i brought up the question of whether man or not you know uh tamara morrison has the opportunity to have so many roles yeah in Star Wars live Dude, action. Samir like, Morrison with those chops? <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, yeah. He can just play like 10 different clones. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's crazy. I want to see him as Hunter uh, with a face paint. But overall, I I like this episode. It was a good, you know, continuation from last week. Or from Wednesday, I should say. Wednesday. Or yeah. Monday. Was yeah. it Monday? Whatever. Uh, no, Tuesday. 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 It was Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what would you think? It's funny because Jacob said the same thing that I was thinking. I'm not at the stage where you can call an episode a filler. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it, I think we got spoiled with the first one that if anything didn't compete with that level, we would have thought like, oh, this is a filler. 
that was also almost an hour and a half long episode. I mean, that's that episode was almost the full length of the Clone Wars movie. So, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't. It's like two different spectrums. But um, yeah, it was good. They had little nuggets everywhere. I think the thing that I'm enjoying the most is the fact that we are more or less kind of using the show as a way to learn the the happenings and the first comings of what the empire started out as like literally like the empire is forming while this show is going on like the chain codes all that type of stuff like we've probably heard of that before but like who would have thought we need like wanted or needed to know how to do those things. So we're ultimately seeing the show right now is ultimately showing us the creation of the empire. So, and I think that's for me, that's the thing that I'm kind of digging the most because I like the bad guys. And so <laughs> more information on it. I love it. Well, not just that, but we're also seeing the beginnings of all of their failures, like what didn't work for them, right? Yeah. And a big part of that is they went from just allowing people to roam the galaxy to giving them all numbers with the chain codes, right? That was like, or that's like one of the first things they did. Period, as an organization, as a as a, a conglomerate, if you will. Um, they gave people numbers, ID numbers, and that's how they saw them. They just saw them as a bunch of numbers, uh, and that creates a, pe a, a group to rise up in multiple things in, in movies and stories and stuff. Well, and it's just another way for them to control people because, like, in real life, we have social security numbers, but we don't have to give it to buy a candy bar or to hop on a bus. You know what I yeah. mean? So they're, they have to show their chain code to do anything, it seems like. Which well, is and I think the biggest thing – that they said to me was like the fact that they're doing this to catalog everyone to know where they are at mm -hmm. all times. Keep track. It's a GPS yeah. system. Yeah, and it's to keep track of everyone at all times in their movement through the empire. And I mean, if you want to be an overarching dictator type stuff, this is exactly what you do, and that's exactly what the empire was. Um, Thank God we don't have something like that because I if I had to keep track of that little chip like that, oh my God. You know, <laughs> it's called our phones, phone. Brian. Uh, they already <laughs> uh, <laughs> already that, that is the chain code. Uh, so. Um all right, let's let's shift a little it. bit from the chain codes. I'm sure it'll come back up at some point, but let's let's talk about uh the bad batch themselves because we learn at the beginning of the episode when they're talking to uh cut that they had no idea other than Echo. Uh, they had no idea about these chips. They didn't know about the enhancements, right? Omega said, oh, yeah, the enhancement chips. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, so very similar to us, right? We, we, are, we are seeing all of this play through the Bad Batch's eyes. Um, we are learning just as they are learning. And for me, I think it's a brilliant way to tell the story. Um, you you know, five years ago or something, you're like, okay, how are you going to tell the story of the Order 66 and thereafter in the immediate events that took place um, afterwards? And my, I never would have thought that it would have been through an eyes of, of a team like the Bad Batch. Uh, mm -hmm. Not just the four of them, but also a very young clone uh, of Omega. 
Um, and, and we're learning a ton of different things through them and seeing all of this happen through their eyes. I think it's a really brilliant way of doing it. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing the process of how they find out the chips were implanted, the effects of it all, because they're still learning the steps just as much as we are. And big thing that I really can't wait to hear is that conversation when Rex tells them everything that did happen and what was happening because he knows everything because uh, his ship is out. And so he's going to be the one that break the news to them for sure. And I, I'm sure that conversation is coming soon. And I'm sure that conversation is going to be incredible. Well, I'm sure at some point too, I don't know how, but they're going to take them out. Like I don't, but I don't, I don't think they have them. No, they do. That's how Crosshair got. Well, yeah, because Crosshairs has one. But what did they say when they were? They just said that they're, they they're basically dulled down to the point where they're useless. And that's and, why they don't follow orders. Yeah, either. and that's yeah. Why, because their mutation took over. Their mutation. Yeah. So the chip is dulled down to the point where they're. And useless. his was dulled down the least. So why, yes. why even? Why even deal with it then? If it's just pretty much like a dud. Fear. I would still want it out if I, I were that. You wouldn't. Like well, you well, never know. we know that Echo does. I don't think Echo has his. Echoes was destroyed when no. Echoes was, was destroyed. So it's Echoes, tech, yeah. they it's said Echo is more machine than he is. Yeah, so it's so just tech machine. record and Hunter which that kind of broke my heart when they said that. By the way, that passed, but like I was like, oh man, he's been fighting machines his whole life, and now he kind of yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, um, that's I honestly think at some point they're gonna take him out in a form of rebellion or something if they can i don't know how or at least destroy them for sure like well it'll, it'll definitely come with with rex because he knows again he's one of the few people in the galaxy at the moment who knows every detail of what's going on well the fact that he's one of the only ones that even knows what an inhibitor, inhibitor chip is mm -hmm. so i mean the other clones are just they don't even realize. Oh, here's an interesting theory. Um, with the shot we see of Rex in the trailer is with the Bad Batch looking over a destroyed fleet, the Star Destroyers. What if they're going there to power on the system that took Rex's chip out and going to take theirs out? That's possible. Power up an old Star Destroyer from the Republic days, uh, a Star Cruiser, and there's your system to take it, take all their chips out. Yeah. So it's, the chips are not just for Order sixty six; they're to make them follow orders more as well. Yeah. Right? Well, so a good a good uh, reasoning, or I guess a good example is when when Cut got stopped by one of the clones, right? First mm -hmm. of all, that dude should have recognized Cut in a heartbeat. Yeah, looks yeah. and voice. So now we're thinking, okay, well, yeah, his hat down. That, well, yeah, but so no. now we're thinking, okay, maybe the chip is playing with them. Like their directive orders aren't to recognize someone, but just to, if they have an ID chip, they're okay. Cause they're yeah. just looking for certain people. And so it looks like the chip is definitely more than just hunt down the Jedi and kill them. Yeah. And that makes sense. Cause that's why the bad batch don't follow orders. But so I could see that happening though, because if they enhanced crosshairs could they possibly reactivate theirs and enhance theirs you know somehow Probably. so they don't want them doing that so i could see them maybe midway through the season that's one of their missions is to get their chips out yeah i think, I think it might happen earlier than than later personally yeah well, i mean you gotta think of it at this way unless crosshair is gonna be killed which is 
a fair. It's a, it's very likely. It's very. Likely. Um, they're gonna have to get that chip out of his head. Yeah. So I mean, to be his only two options really are, oh. in my opinion, is get the yeah. chip out of your head or kill him. Which either it could be they need to get crosshairs chip out. That's a good call, Brian. Okay, over under 70 percent that crosshairs dies this season because of it. Over. Oh man. Mm. This season? Yeah, like is crosshairs done? And like is he full blown empire and he's gonna have to bite the bullet because of the bad batch this season? Over or under seventy percent. I don't know if it would be this season, but I would say him um, biting the bullet is over seventy. Okay. So you think he's full-blown Empire, Brian? uh, More Empire than Clone. Or more Empire than Bad Batch. Okay. For sure. I'm leaning towards Cappy ending with Crosshairs. Like, they get the chip out and he's back on the team. But I could see a situation where maybe his you know, his loyalty to them overpowers the chip and he sacrifices himself to save them against the empire. I could see one of those two things happening. I can see that. Uh, yeah. I think if he were to ever turn back, it would definitely be a situation where he is putting himself in harm's way for the team. I would much rather, I would much prefer him to not turn back. I think it's a much more interesting yeah. story. If he stays a, an elite trooper, you would never, ever, ever want to see redemption. No, you do not. Don't I even. like redemption in certain every, situations. Every single time that there has ever been a character in a movie or a TV show, you have never wanted redemption. You always want them dead because most of the time they effing deserve it. Well, so, that's the thing. It depends what they do, right? Like Kylo killed Han Solo and he killed a bunch of innocent people. He shouldn't have been redeemed. But yeah, Crosshair, Kylo should have died in a burning okay. fire. See, my thing Crosshair hasn't done anything that bad yet. I think Kylo's more redeemable than Darth Vader ever was. I never think Darth Vader should have gone to the Force Ghost. It's the greatest story of all time, Brian. (laughs) I'm serious. And Jacob, you can back me up. He never wants a redemption. I mean, I can't ever remember a time where, yeah. You're right, but uh, I miss Kylo now. Why are we talking about him? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, was that cat creature the same one from Attack of the Clones? Yes. Yes. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really, really cool callback. It might be oh, a little yeah. bit of different because it looked like he had like laser red eyes almost. It might have been like maybe a younger version or yeah. something. You're, it's like a different looks very similar. Like a like a tiger like a tiger lion situation, right? Yeah. Like it, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I want to. I'm pretty sure they're called the Nexu and N E X U S. However, that's pronounced. I, I think. So, so, how are you guys feeling about Omega? Like when she's, she she's was going to force sensitive, either yeah. leave or stay. What were you guys rooting for? for I her? wanted her to stay so bad, and, yeah. I, and I figured yeah. she would. Me too. I it, it would it was too quick of a like. Oh, she now she's just gone. Like I, yeah. I knew she was gonna stay. Yeah. Um. You can't uh, stay. You can't throw an arc like this at episode <laughs> yeah. two and make us think yeah. it's gonna stay. Well, you know what? When I was watching the intro, she's in a ton of the trailer, and I didn't even notice yeah. her because I didn't like. I wasn't following. I didn't know there was gonna be this character in it, and I just thought she was some random kid in the trailer. And now you can see she's throughout the whole season. Oh, yeah. she is. She is one hundred percent force sensitive. 
Yeah. You think so? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What I makes think, you think that from I, this episode? I think that, um, I don't know if it's per se this episode. I, I just get this feeling that, so like, he, let, let's break it down. Palpatine just set out an order for all of the Kamino clones, the Kaminoans clones, their creation just killed all the Jedi. What would happen to the Kaminoans if Palpatine found out that they had a girl clone who is now the first Force-sensitive clone, and they're hiding her from him? They would all die, right? She's very important in the moment. She was obviously kept off in a distant place of the the facility. I mean, she Tarkin was a doesn't know that command. Tarkin didn't know that she was one of the enhanced clones, right? No, no, no. But okay. they, they like they were like essentially like locking her away and throwing the key away mm -hmm. with her. Because to be honest, she doesn't public. really look like them either. No, no, no. She doesn't. Yeah. Which is why it's interesting that whole theory about her being a crossbreed comes into play because she doesn't look like a clone. Um, and that's just a conversation for another day that I do not want to get into today. Um, but Well, she's super young. I mean, and she's a girl, so she wouldn't well, look exactly so like in, that. In age years, think about it. She's probably only about, like, what, four, five, six years old? But she, because of the rapid acceleration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's looks like older than she actually is. Uh, Jake, I would say she's probably around, like, eight or nine do we know when she was born though that's what i'm saying well, no, jake's saying like she's really only been alive for three or four years yeah but, but because but of the in, accelerated in body age, size, like in body size well, she's we like, don't we don't know for sure if she was accelerated or not yeah well, we don't clone, it's safer to assume but if she's so a cut says, cut says in this episode that the Kaminoans didn't do anything for no reason. Like if they created her, they created her for a reason. So that yeah. goes to your theory, Jake, that she could be force sensitive. Like they they may have they may have thrown like may like look the Kaminoans are cloners. That's what they do, right? We've seen it not just in in the prequel movies. We saw it in the Mandalorian. That's what they are known for. They have to have all of this DNA in that facility outside of Django, outside of other people that they can be playing with, and maybe they created something that gave them a female clone that happens to be Force-sensitive. And they know, she doesn't know, Omega doesn't know, and nobody else knows, and the Bad Bats are about to find out. Like, it's very possible, because they kept telling, they kept saying, she's mutated, she's mutated, but we haven't seen her power yet, right? If she was mutated, she would probably know what her power is or what her ability is. What if she hasn't tapped into it yet, and that being the Force? I think it's more likely that she just accidentally does something. Absolutely. That Absolutely. she doesn't realize. Like out of fear of losing Hunter or something. Yeah. Just in. Like someone's falling and she goes and stops it. Exactly. Exactly. The, yeah. I would say that that's more likely to be the, oh, this was her enhancement. She, she happens to have come across being force sensitive. I don't, I, I mean, the ultimate, I think there's 0% chance of she was manufactured to have the force. I think that goes against everything, anything Star Wars has ever said. Yep. It's just, she's just going to be that lucky one that for whatever reason, she. Well, and we that, know that Snoke was created and he ended up having the force. So they figured it out by that point. Yeah. Palpatine did it. Well, and we, we can all like the Kaminoans could have easily just 
been keeping her a secret because of her DNA, but not because not for what she is. Like they they may not know that she's force sensitive. It may be that her it may they were keeping her away because they were playing yeah. with DNA they shouldn't have been playing with. Well, force sensitiveness is random, right? It's even if your parents are normal, you can be force sensitive. Yep. So what if just in this creation of this clone, she happened to just be force sensitive, like a, a regular birth, you know? I do you think I I have my thoughts. Do you think that the Kaminoans know that she's force sensitive? Yes. You think they do? I think they do. They know something because they protect her and coddle her and I know, think keep her close. I think they saw something when she was young that she doesn't remember or that she did something that they recognized and they were like, okay, we gotta keep this girl away. We gotta lock her up, keep her away from everybody, and, and Omega just doesn't know. Right. See now I think they don't know and that they just kept Honestly, her it's like a 50-50, like it can go either way. It really can. I I tend to lean towards they don't know and they just kept her on the side because she was a female clone. It's very possible too. It's very possible. No, that's my thought process of it. Jacob, what do you think? About about her? Do, uh, you, they do, know? You think, do you think that they know or don't know? If if she happens to be force sensitive, that's a big if, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, well, the, th the thing for me is she's very you, rare, Jessie. right? Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> she's the only female clone, right? So that, <laughs> that could be a reason why they didn't now, like Jesse went, sorry, Jacob, Jesse went looking through things that he could find <laughs> to help make a layup. And that's and I are on the same page, man. Oh, God. Okay. Jacob, go ahead. But we never talked about that one though. Really? And it all it happened in the comics before that. Yeah, so we knew that was coming. But uh well, okay, so they she was a female clone, right? So she's the only female clone that we know of. So that could be a reason why they they have her, you know, as a medical assistant and not grow up and be a soldier, or whatever. Or they know she's special for some reason. Yeah. And they're gonna, you know, keep her close. And I wonder if cause she like ran away with the bad batch. I wonder if they're upset that she's gone or something I'm sure or they if they're are. just like, she should be with them. Cause she's one of them. Honestly, I think after, after Tarkin came in and said, we're pulling, we're pulling, oh, you know what they're taking they over. Were, I think yeah. that they were like, it's better that she's away from here. When they were escaping, she held the door open for them so they could leave. And she knew that, Omega was with them. Yep. So she wanted her because if she yeah. stayed there, she's in danger. They made it look like she yeah. ran, but they know that she ran. Yeah, no, that and makes they sense. They want her to run because of what's happening. And she's probably safest with them, to be honest. Absolutely. Absolutely. She she's a, she is now the fifth member. She she is mm -hmm. a bad batch. She's literally a mutated clone, just like isn't she technically exactly the yeah member? Well, I mean, I mean, technically, Prop Echo is, there is a bad guy now. So. Yeah, okay, fine. Echo is like an adopted he, he lost that title. That, that dude can go away. He lost that title. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Although I like snipers, but dude, you you went bad. You're off my radar now. I know. Um, I'm sad that the sniper is off the team, though. I know. It was like, man, he was too whatever. op. He was too op to be the one that they left. Though. Isn't he the he? He's the one who shoots the knife into the droid, right? He's yeah. like, it's sugar knife. So dope. And shoots it and it flies into his face. That was so cool. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh Tech and Echo for a little bit because I mean tech 
this this episode did a really cool thing in um, making sure that we know as audience members that their abilities are very different from one another. Because before this, to the human eye, they looked the same, right? They were both tech, right? Now that uh, Echo is very uh, robot heavy, he's much more machine than human at this point. Um, he's able to deal with that type of stuff. And, and tech is obviously a tech savvy guy. Uh, but in this episode, it's clear that their abilities are very different from one another. Um, and they made sure to us that we know that uh, as viewers. And for what I really enjoyed it. I like seeing when, and it's, it's very similar to what the Clone Wars did, right? We got to see these characters that we didn't expect get the spotlight in moments. Maybe it was just moments or full episodes. Um, it was very tech and echo heavy episode at, at times. They went off on their own. They were doing their thing and then they came back together. Um, what is everyone thinking about Tech and, and Echo at the moment and, and their powers and, and the characters themselves and just kind of everything going forward? So what is Echo? Can you guys remind me, what is Echo capable of now? Well, he can tap into machines. His, yeah, his arm. He's, oh, he's, a, right. he's incredibly yeah. good in combat. That, that's, his, that's his clone days, which is most yeah. of them. But he can, he can tap into machines is what he's uh, capable of doing. Okay. So they're... You know, they're pretty similar. He's essentially R2 D2. Yeah, he's yeah, essentially a droid. And and K2 they said so. he's, he's, he's K2SO. They said he's more machine than man. So yeah, he's kind of like the droid of the group in a way. Yeah. And I guess it's different because like he can plug into a system and like feel what's going on. Tech can only just use his technology to do that. So I like them. I, I mean, it is kind of odd that like because having crosshair there he's so different from the other members right and then echo and tech are kind of similar in a way so it, it is a little odd but i'm cool with it i'm just i'm glad that like the echo storyline of him coming back and then finding him and he survived and all that is so good so i'm cool with it so i think they're i can look past it a little bit and kind of i see them as different because tech can do the tech things, but like Echo has to literally be that plug yeah. in. Um, and all that info is running through him, I would assume. Um, and so, I mean, tech, I like tech. Honestly, I think he might be my favorite just because he's so like, nerdy and I, I, I really do like tech a lot i like yeah tech a lot. i think hunter is my favorite but i really like tech yeah crosshair I think, was my favorite but i know I, crosshair now. was my favorite too because i liked how he talked <clears throat> um which should have been a giveaway that he would be the bad guy um but uh yeah no i like it i i see them more different because tech is the brain and echo is kind of the muscle of the tech side, if you will, because he's the one that's opening things. Although he could not get that uh, clamp off. Yeah. He, he struggled with the new Imperial tech, no pun, uh, the name, but yeah, I, I like them both. Like I said, I think tech's my, my favorite right now. It makes me think, do you guys, we talked about Crosshair. Do you think one of the other members of the Bad Batch could possibly die? No. Not, I mean, not it's possible that any character dies, but yeah, not yet, I guess. I, I don't yeah. think so. I, I think you can't, you, on, honestly, if they were to, like, I'll never say never, but I think out of the group, 
the one that would probably, in my opinion, most likely that would be Hunter. Mm, I think he would sacrifice himself for uh, me. See, I disagree. Leader, though, it I wouldn't guess. be Echo because Echo's been through way. Well, it would not be. I think it would be Tech because you can't kill Wrecker. I think it would be Wrecker. You can't kill Wrecker. You can't. He's, it's you the can't. most emotional one that you would feel the saddest over. Nah, can't kill Wrecker. Yeah. I'll die on that hill. Well, prepare yeah, to die. I think, unfortunately, I think it would be Tech because. Hunter's the leader. Wrecker is just too unique. Like he's the muscle. You, it's. I just don't think it would happen. And definitely would not be Echo or Omega, because Omega's a kid. And then Echo has been through way too much already. Yeah. Like Echo's pretty much died already. Yet. Yeah. Um, I, I want to transfer into something that could happen in the next few episodes once we see Rex. Do you guys remember a character named Fives? From the yes. Yeah. I love that story arc. So do you do you remember what happened to Fives? Died. But so he so the backstory Fives was the first clone to figure out Order sixty six. There was a a an arc um, in the Clone Wars, and I forget what season it was, but uh, he figured out what was going on with the chips, um, with with Order sixty six, everything that was happening, and he ended up dying. He was Echo's best friend, uh, and at that time, Echo we had thought Echo died already. He he was gone mm-hmm. um, in the series. I am not looking forward to that moment where Rex breaks the news to Echo of what happened to Fives during all of this. You don't think he already knows he's dead? No. Uh, hmm. I don't I don't think he knows anything at this moment because nobody knows it. They they wiped it clean with what happened with Fives because he figured out what Order 66 was. They kept it under wraps. And when Rex breaks that news to him about what happened to Fives, it's gonna be hard. Well, because they could have, for all he knows. You know, Fives died in battle somewhere. But if he finds out the truth of what really happened, that could that could break his heart. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, if I can see that. I'm not even convinced they're even going to show that. You don't mm-hmm. think so? If it hasn't been addressed at all yet, I think it will come up. Well, I, I'm I'm thinking that Rex is he's he's going to be the one to break everything to the Bad Batch. He's he's going to tell them everything. Uh, there's going to be a conversation between them about like, this is what's happening. This is what happened. You know, Ahsoka and I literally killed hundreds of clones on a star cruiser, uh, pummeling to our death. And we had to bury them all, including a number of faces that we recognized and know and love. Um, I mean, they killed a bunch of people of clones in this episode. They did, but they didn't have a choice. I mean, they, they don't have a choice at this moment. Um, do you guys think that outside of um, outside of Crosshair, do you think the Bad Batch is going to come face to face with any other clones that we know from the Clone Wars, a la Cody, someone like Cody? I would love to see Cody just for him to get killed. Do you think? Do you think? <laughs> Co- well, so so Cody's story is going to have to finish, right? Because he's not in Rebels. Uh, he's not mentioned at any point in time after Revenge of the Sith and the Clone Wars. Do you think the Bad Batch is responsible for his death? I hope so. Maybe, I know, but so I know Co- Jacob does too. <laughs> so Cody is, is the last time we see him in in Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he just executed the order and then went on, right? So he's just a stormtrooper now. I mean, I, as I far as we, we know, saw him in season seven in like a hologram form, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's in the Empire, a stormtrooper now, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just so weird, like. Do they even have personalities anymore? Like probably not at this point. I, I'm just I'm not sure. So, but that could be interesting because 
at some point, you know, there's a there's obviously what thousands of clones at least millions. Yeah, yeah. There's only a few that we at got least to tens know personally. There's only a few that we know their names and that we know as actual characters. So eventually, you're going to run out. So I think Cody is a good option for that. And you could yeah. always bring a new character too, like a clone we haven't met yet. Well, a character like Cody and, and some others who didn't pass in in the fight of Order sixty six, um, it would make sense because they would immediately become like like Crosshairs is uh, an elite trooper or a high end profile stormtrooper or some kind of legion uh, leader. Um, so it definitely wouldn't make sense to see them. I I'm with Brian. I would love to see the story. I think it would make more sense. We don't know what happens to Cody and all the rest of Star Wars. So why not tell it in this story? Um, if it doesn't happen this season, then maybe next season. I don't know, but I would love to see Cody appear in some in some form later on. I would. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, he shot at my boy Obi Wan, so he, we got to <laughs> handle that. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. Um, all right, let's go and wrap this up, gentlemen. Uh, any final thoughts on uh, Cut and Run episode two of the Bad Batch before we uh, head out of here today? I'm just excited to keep seeing where this thing goes. Um. I'm curious because we don't have any clue where they're going now, right? Did they no, say not, not at the moment, no. Yeah. No, it, the episode ended with with Hunter and Omega in the ship, so. Yeah, so we have no clue where this is going next week like at all. And that's I mean, we kind of no, I mean, not enough to actually, like, care. We knew where they were going this week. Um, we have no idea what's going on next week. Uh, we can't even, like, really guess. Uh, like, Jake made the guess that they were going to see Cut, and he was right. But this next one, who knows? Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that because, to me, it's kind of – I think they're going in the direction of Mandalorian a little bit where – maybe each episode or every two episodes it's like they got to handle some situation like this one was getting cut and his family the, the the codes or whatever so they can get off that planet and now they're on to the next thing whatever they got to do but they they're basically on the run and well well, so. not, well kind of the the big part of this episode is that they now have chain codes so they can go wherever yeah they they they, oh, they don't, got their own chain codes they got their own chain yeah. code yeah, yeah, now yeah. they have access to to pass through, and let's be honest, most of the clones that we saw when the Bad Batch showed up, they didn't know who Clone Force 99 was. They were a secret unit that only a very few knew who they were, and now that the chips are in their head, there's probably even a, a more likely of a chance they don't know who they are. Um, yeah. So It'll be oh, interesting. And I guess the Bad Batch doesn't look, they don't look like the regular clones either, like as closely to Jango no. Fett as other ones do. Yeah. So I guess they can get by. Yeah. Jesse, I see what you did there. And yes, it's very possible. <laughs> it's very possible. Um, Bly is a big one. Gray, we saw last episode, which was really cool. Um, I'm holding out for my boy, Cody, though. I want to see that guy die like no other. Your, so. your boy, <laughs> Cody. I want to see him die. He's your boy? <laughs> my boy. My boy. Wow. My boy. He used to be. Until he, he, used, to be he used to be my boy. He used to be my boy. Um, I think there's a chance we see Fennec Shan next episode. I'll say that. Already? Yeah, I feel like they, that now that they're kind of like, they have these codes, right? They need to find something to do. 
maybe they do like some side missions as like some bounty hunter type stuff and they run into Fennec Shan on a job or they run into her in a city laying low or grabbing a drink or something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll where, see. If you had to guess where of a planet that they are going to go to next, where do you think they would go? I kind of want to see a planet we don't know, to be honest. <clears throat> That's what I would think. It's tough. It's it's really, really tough. Um, a planet we don't know could is very likely. Honestly, the first thing that came to mind was uh, Coruscant Underworld. I knew you were. That's. I knew you were going to that. I I, I have a feeling like like when it, when Ahsoka went down there for season seven to kind of like play play hide and seek a little bit and get lay low, they can resupply. They have these chain codes. Maybe they know someone down there. Um, I think something like that's very possible. I'm down for that. I love me some Coruscant. Yeah. Maybe they run into a couple of bounty hunters and get a job or something. I, I really feel like it's going to turn into them being like mercenaries. Right. What's it, cool is they can do anything and run into anybody, exactly. which is exciting. It's so can, it's, it's really the only characters that you can really do that with, which is so cool. Yeah, I, I'm starting to wonder if Fennec is gonna at first hunt them. Oh, maybe she works for the Empire or something. That's possible. possible. We do see in the trailer that that Hunter and Fennec are kind of going after each other a little bit. It's very possible. So I don't know, but I also do agree. Think that they'll end up on Coruscant. It's just the most. It's like, like yes, we see Coruscant a lot, but. It also just makes sense, right? They can resupply, they can lay low, they can meet, they can get passage somewhere. Or, or well, also, we haven't seen Coruscant at this moment in time, right after Revenge of the Sith. So, yeah. and it's, it's like, really interesting to see. It's like the hub of the Star Wars world. And do we do we know when the Empire started? Did they move? the headquarters, the Senate and all that stuff to a different planet, or did it always stay on Coruscant? Everything stayed. Remember in the, okay. I, I was just double checking. I was just double checking. Didn't he build his like stuff inside the Jedi temple too? Sounds oh, yeah, familiar. Remember Thrawn visits the emperor. Yeah. They go to Coruscant when he that's first meets the is. emperor. That, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, in, it's okay. It's in that novel. Okay. okay, mm -hmm. okay. It's, it's one with Vader, right? Mm -hmm. The second, yeah. one. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Treason, treason. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah. alliances, alliances. That's yep. what it is. Okay, yep. okay. Yeah, now it's all clicking. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, um, that was a good question. Good question. To end on there. Um, all right, everyone, we're gonna wrap up today's show. Uh, thank you to all who's been watching and hanging out with us again. We're we're live here every Friday, four p.m. Pacific. Uh, it'll be once a week going forward. Uh, we'll be recapping and reviewing and theorizing and going full spoilers into the Bad Batch every single Friday. As we get brand new episodes for the next 14 weeks, ladies and gentlemen. And we got lucky. We got lucky. Uh, Loki announced Wednesday shows, which means Marvel Rewind That's will be on crazy. Wednesdays. I, um, when I heard that, that, I was like, they did that for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so we won't be going back to back. So uh, in the near future, you'll see us reviewing a bunch of stuff here on the channel. But for now, it is just Fandalorian Club on Friday. Another day of the week dedicated to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, for now, uh, this is the Fandalorian Club. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Before we get out of here, real quick, I'll let the crew uh, let everyone know where they can find them online. Jacob, why don't you start us off? You can find me uh, on Twitter at Jacob Bartley824. Um, oh, goodness. And yeah, if you want to check me out uh, at other places, you can find me uh, on First Round Fantasy on YouTube and Off the Grid of Power Rangers podcast on YouTube. 
Mr. Brian? I want the beer. <laughs> uh, you can find me here on Apocflix. You can find me at a certain point of view. Um, yeah. And where Jake is at this point. <laughs> uh, your Twitter? Oh, be of all Sino. <laughs> uh, Qui-Gon Jake, two ends because someone else took it before I did. Yeah, Brian mentioned a certain point of view. Shmoda on after show. Uh, I also do a little show called The Whiskey Jedi. A new episode will be out next week. Uh, be a nice, fun episode. But yeah, guys, again, Fandalorian Club here every Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific. Apocalypse Now, our weekly main show. We just hit 100 episodes. Uh, it is every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Pacific right here on this channel. Um, and just check it out. You know, Subscribe, like, comment. Go check out our audio podcast as well. Everything we do lives on audio. And uh, again, thank you to everyone who joins us so much uh, for, for Jacob, for Brian, and myself. Uh, everyone have a great weekend, and may the Force be with you.